Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast, our weekly NFL podcast, bringing all you Oz Americans the latest and greatest in the world of the NFL. As always, I'm joined by my great mate Rory Atkins, live from the Gold Coast. Rat, what have you got for us this week, son? Plenty happening in week three of the NFL, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to getting into this one. A lot has gone down this week. A lot has gone down, and we always start these podcasts off by reviewing last week in a little snippet and then getting into week four. It doesn't, the injuries don't stop. Um, I will start off with Mike Williams. Oh, I can't believe that he's gone down. He's in my fantasy team, Rad, and I'm not happy at all uh, because he was just exploding. But uh, as you know, it's been one of those years. Let's start from the top, though, with the Miami Dolphins because we'll get to our man, Magic Mike, and we, our, you know our hearts go out to him because I can't believe what's happened there. But the Miami Dolphins, their offense, a 70 bomb on the Broncos, five tutties on the ground. Uh, you know, is, is, what's going on in Denver? Because their defense looks like it's gotten worse and their offense, as we know, has never been much chopped the last 18 months, right? What is going on at the Denver Broncos? Oh, mate, it's all happening. It's a genuine shit show there. We saw uh, Russell Wilson last season not being too much chop in the defense. He isn't helping him out here at all whatsoever with Mostert and Archain, A-Chain. I think, I think he asked to be called Archain throughout the week, uh, going for five TDs on the ground, and he also had two receiving. Mate, absolute. That's, that's the largest margin and total score I've seen since I've been following this comp. The record was just above the, I think it was 71 or two. Anyway, I saw the cheater on his podcast talking about, I think his host was saying, why didn't you break the record? Records are there to be broken. And it was a bit of a sign of respect. What would you do, Rat, if you were were the coach of the Miami Dolphins, um, the ball boy of Denver Broncos back in the day? They did him dirty on that graphic. Um, I don't know if you've seen the meme going around saying, imagine getting beaten by the ball boy. But uh, would you break the record or would you do what they did and assign our respect, leave it as it is? Oh, mate, as opposed to breaking the record more so, it's about keeping your players fit and healthy. You never know if someone ping Like, imagine Cheetah pinging a hammy on the last snap, going for well, it. No, they could have kicked the field the goal, right? They could have kicked the field goal and they decided right. not to. Right. Oh, look, no, nah, you go for it for mine. But there's also, mate, I saw a thing. There could have been a little... Uh, what was it? A bit of bad blood there. We saw he was the ball boy, uh, Mike McDaniel. But then when the job vacancy come up uh, a couple of years, no, it was last year. No, the year before, two years ago, they did not let him interview for the role. So I think he still would have been a bit filthy from that. So uh, he would have loved putting up a 60 bomb against his old mob. Oh, yeah. Good on him. He deserves it. They're not going to let him sit at the table. Might as well do 70 points up. It was crazy, man. And like you said, Arc Chain is what you said, and uh, Mostert, the two quickest running backs in the league, it seems. I mean, I've got their stats in front of me here. It's just ridiculous. What, eight touchdowns between them, 285 yards on the ground between them, and 90 yards in the air between them. And then you got to go to Cheetah, who put up 157 in the air and a tutty. And then you go to Robbie Chosen. Robbie Chosen even got a 68-yard oh, one reception know, touchdown. You know you're battling with Chosen's popping up. Oh, the Chosen's coming off the pond and going, I've still got something, brother. That was unbelievable. Well, let's move on because panic stations at Denver and, uh, you know, Miami Dolphins. A big shout out to our man, Regan Bayless. He, he's a big Dolphin man and uh, fins up for him. 
What about the Commanders? They went back, they, you know, settled back down to earth with a little 37-3 loss to the Bills. What would you take out of that one? Oh, mate, after pumping up Brian Robinson and Sam Howe last week in my posse plays of the week in running back and quarterback, Sam Howe's dished up four picks to the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bills are rolling. Bills are rolling. That's all I take out of that. Commanders, Commanders will still be in a lot of games this year, but the Bills are rolling. Well, Commanders have got a tough matchup later against the Eagles we'll talk about. But, yeah, well said. The Bills look great. The Bills look like the Bills that we thought they were. And as we know, the first few weeks, they can be a bit rusty, but they look fantastic. And, um, you know, the Commanders are a tough outfit. So 37-3, it's looking positive. And, hey, again, we'll talk about it later, but Miami coming up against the Bills. What a game that'll be. The Texans smoke the Jags on the back of Tank Dell, the rookie wide receiver, five catches for 145 yards and a touchdown. I tell you what, not only is uh, Tank Dell looking good, the quarterback for the Texans, Stroud, he, he, he might be the uh, offensive rookie player of the year or whatever they call it. What, Brad, he, he looks he looks superb. He looks great, mate. As we mentioned last week on the pod, he's averaging 300 yards a game at the minute, one and a half touchdowns, nearly two. He, um, he looks Great, mate. He's big. He's big. I'm, I'm really impressed by the size there. He's not getting thrown around like we saw Bryce Young, who uh, will miss this week again as well with uh, a high ankle sprain. But um, CJ Stroud looks really good early. Right. Now, let's just quickly stay there. It's not rocket science. If you're recruiting, you got pick one, and then there's obviously pick two, three. Why <laughs> do they consistently take the small? Like I would have just thought... History says the small guys, they can't see over the pocket unless they're Drew Brees, who's a superstar, you know, Hall of Famer. Not many of them can do it. Russell Wilson has proven it. But why wouldn't they take Stroud? I know I know, it's a hypothetical now that we're watching him. And there's only a, you know, we might be proven wrong. But wouldn't he make more sense? Oh, Bryce Young did have one of the all-time college careers, mate. Like when you go by the numbers, not too many people have done what he'd done over a number of years. So... But we know that college is oh. different. Yeah, it is. It is. But he was the better player at the time. I know tra- transferable skills. They say the same about Carson Wentz, him being big, but he's, he's shit now. So, yeah, um, yeah, you just don't know. Well, you do not know. Um, the battle for zero and three, the charges did come up clutch. Uh, I was pretty content with that one last week. I thought the charges were going to do that. And they were the winners. The Vikings go zero and three, but I don't think the Vikings are a zero and three team. And I know history says zero and three is tough, but I reckon they can come back from there. Uh, but it did come at a loss, and it come, you know, Mike Williams on the deep ball. He did get a nice touchdown off that little cheeky play where Keenan Allen threw him the ball. I love that play. I don't know why they don't do those plays more often, Rat. But uh, the ACL out for the year, devastating and a huge blow. Um, Magic Mike is their big, deep threat. He can take a contested catch. And the wideout that, uh, you know, Keenan Allen really shines when he's there. They both are real dangerous. But now it's, you know, you haven't got Eckler on the park at the moment. Um, you got I saw you picked up Palmer off waivers. And you got the young stud they drafted early as well. How concerned are you that now Mike Williams is out? Not too concerned, mate. I think Palmer can step up into a more intermediate role. Keenan Allen seems to have unlocked a bit of a deep ball now in, in what they're scheming up. He, as opposed to little eight to twelve yard catches, he's getting down the field, which I really like to see. And Quinton Johnson, he'll, he'll 
I reckon he'll come on in the second half of the year after a bit more playing time. So fantasy goals out there. If you can get Palmer in, I reckon he's going to see an extra three to four targets a game now with Eckler and Williams being out. Um, the Chargers should be fine, mate, with Herbert standing in the pocket there. He's going to throw the ball at least high 30s to mid 45 times or so. I wouldn't be surprised if Gerald Everett starts to get his targets up as well. He's a uh, he's a very nice tight end if they use him. Um and it you know, moves quite well. What else have we got? The car. Oh, what else have we got? What about? I mean, we're going to talk about our bets last week, but the week that I tipped the Cowboys and say they're going to flog the Cardinals, the Cardinals turn around and go bang against the Cowboys. I mean, seriously, Rad, I, I will do an apology. I apologize to all the <laughs> Arizona uh, people and everyone listening that uh, might listen to me every now and then. I'm under the pump at the moment, and all me, all me best bets are getting up that are valuable, but all these short favorites are just eating me up. I'll tell you what, Rat. That was me done last week. Once I just I couldn't keep my eyes open watching Cowboys go down by to Arizona Cardinals. But huge, you know, huge shout out to them and well done to them. They might be better than we all think. Uh, I thought they were going to tank all year, but they look all right with Dobbs under center. Uh, what was your takeaways from that, mate? I honestly couldn't believe it. No, as, as we said, mate, NFL, we know any given Sunday, they're going to be in a lot of games. They're going to be in a lot of games. They got Dallas on the right day. Um yeah, they're just going to be in arm wrestles. I don't think they're ever going to blow anyone out or yeah, hit the hit the ground running. They're just going to stay in there, stay in there, and win the um war of attrition. Really, the Bears are so shit, man. I know you, I know you, <laughs> I know you support them, but I, I was going to open up with like a recap of the game. But look, the Bears are shit. The Chiefs are really good, and Taylor Swift in the stands was amazing. They're the three main points from that game. <laughs> <laughs> three main points. Peace was the up there. One thing I did like, I like my missus is all over her. Like I, I, I couldn't tell you what her songs are, right? But what I did appreciate, Travis Kelsey gets over the line, and they go, they cross to cross to the box where she is, and she's going, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah. I love that, mate. I love that. Shows shows a bit of character. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I'm a big Swifty now. Just after that carry on, and she's with the mom, high five, and carry like, it was great to see how good NFL and and it's it's been great. I think that I saw a little um, I think my, I don't know about your WhatsApp group, but they're all blowing up this week about Travis Kelsey and there was a graphic going yeah. around. Um, here it is here front office sports since Taylor Swift showed up at Sunday's Chiefs uh, Bears game, four hundred percent spike in Travis Kelsey jersey sales. Kelsey's podcast ranks number one overall on Apple. Kelsey adds 383,000 Instagram followers, 24.3 million viewers watch the game, which is a record, a 63% jump in female viewership age 18 to 49, three times increase in Chiefs searches on the web and sales on StubHub. And Chiefs have now sold more oh. tickets in a single day since the start of the season. The Taylor Swift effect. How good is that? Mate, that is crazy. So we've all seen the footage how she was near the change rooms and they're leaving. But like, so she's come to the game. But like, do you reckon are, are they getting after it? Or like, what's the go? Where are they? I reckon at? they like, are, man. They, they they did they did look like a bit of a couple leaving. Yeah. So I reckon it's yeah, early I, days, but I reckon it's past the early days. I reckon they've already hooked up and he's now comfortable to bring. Like you know, you don't just introduce your, your your partner to not only he was in the she was in the family suite first of all so clearly you know yeah, she's I reckon met mom. she's yeah, met mum's met her and then now it's like well let's let the world know yeah 
Good on him. It's big though, man. Imagine it was a biz- Do you reckon he's doing it as a business decision, man? Just get it, oh. just get it going <laughs> and mate, then go, oh, she's traveling. We're just gonna let it go. They showed this footage. They showed the footage. They were Kelsey and Mahomes were looking back at the box, and then Mahomes is waving. And then you see the staff, they turn around and they uh, zoom in on their mouth and they're all like, oh shit, that's T Swizzle. Like all of them. They're like all looking. And then and then like another guy looks, he's like double took, he's like, oh snap. Like it, mate. It's so good. I've got to send it to you. It's gross. No, nah, I've seen it. I've seen it. They're, um, the trainers oh. on the sidelines can't really yeah, believe it. Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, very good. And well, last last point, because we could sit here all day and talk about last week. We've got to get to uh, NFL week four. But the Bengals fought off the Rams. They, um, they just get it done. It was a bit of an arm wrestle. The Bengals are still looking horrific. But Jamar Chase did what he needed to do the last couple of weeks. And I don't know why they don't do it every week, Brad. It's a bit frustrating seeing him go. I think he had a record amount of receptions. He got targeted oh, ridiculously amount, amounts of times. And and what happens? They win the game. Now, they didn't win easy, but, you know, it's there's no, it's not that hard, is it? No, well, you know, mate, um, your punting philosophy come to the – come to the forefront this week it was his due and, and he come good didn't he so he did and i said aj brown from squeaky wheel squeaky wheel gets the oil he got plenty of oil i think he went for 130 plus and you know jamal oh. went for 145 or something yeah i think he went for more so yeah now nah, there are a couple of good ones that i took individually but yeah the uh the ravens losing to the colts and the dallas cowboys not giving polar to go i couldn't believe it Anyway, give us your posse players of the week before we get into a quick review of last week's bets and then into this week because there's plenty to talk about. Well, at QB, I had Justin Herbert from the Chargers. uh, I had 40 completions, 47 attempts for 405 yards and three tutties. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams, uh, 13 receptions, 172 yards, two tutties in a loss to Pittsburgh, which hurts. And we mentioned our boy, Devon Archain from Miami, 18 rushes for 203 yards, two tutties on the ground and two receiving tutties. And I snuck in a little bit of tight end love here for Sam Laporta from Detroit. You may have snagged him as a free agent. If you haven't already get him in fan or get him in fantasy, you might have got him in the last round of your drafts, which I did. Eight receptions, 84 yards, and one tutty for the Detroit Lions. That is a little gem there, late rap. Because when you got Kyle Pitts sitting there getting your five points or two oh, points a week, if he's while, there, you got to you got to get him. You have to it. get him. The tight end position can be the difference weekly on fantasy. Let's review last week's bets. It was a tough week. Uh, you went at fifty percent. Calvin Ridley went under sixty five and a half, but the Seahawks delivered at six minus six, which was the line. Unfortunately, Anthony Richardson. From the Colts didn't play. You had him for a touchdown, which probably would have happened because they beat the Ravens. Um, Yeah, he was still sleeping. I had a bit of a bad beat. I had the Baltimore Ravens lose. I had Tony Pollard not get an anytime touchdown. And Josh Jacobs, I couldn't believe he didn't get 75 rushing yards. Um, That hurt because I had an individual same game on, and that was the leg that cost me. So I loaded up on me last two. AJ Brown, 60-plus yards. I took him for more than that. He had 130. And then Jamar Chase over, whatever it was. He had 140. They did salute. So I was two from five, but the value play were the bottom two. So I'll make myself feel good. But, yeah, mate, bit of work to do this week. Um, And speaking of this week, 
let's get stuck into it because there's a big week. Um, and let's start off with Sunday games. We're only talking Sunday games onwards. We only do that and because this podcast will be coming out uh, as the other games are being run. So Atlanta, so we'll miss the Detroit Green Bay game. Atlanta taking on Jacksonville at Jacksonville. Now, this one is Wembley Stadium, London. So it's not at Jacksonville, even though it's their home game. Right. This is a big game considering Jacksonville just come off a loss. It is a big game, mate. I think the Jags win this, although the Jags haven't looked too convincing. Um, Falcons play a scrappy game. We know how much they love to run the ball. So if they can't really be stopped or they get a, they get a few first downs, they just run the clock down and barely give their oppo any chance to have the ball on the offensive side. And their secondary is pretty good at Atlanta. So I reckon Jacksonville are going to win this. But I say within one score, I reckon it's going to be an arm wrestle. Yeah, it will be tight, I reckon. I reckon you're right. I reckon the player to watch this week is Evan Ingram in that game. I reckon he's got a good matchup. And if you looked at his form, he's actually had five targets for five receptions, 49 yards, eight and six, 57. Eight targets, seven receptions for 67. He has a good matchup. And Atlanta, on paper, have a good run D, and they traditionally go all right against the wideouts. So I think he's a nice play. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching this game. I remember last year vividly, or two years ago, I think it was, Kyle Pitts had a big game in London. Um, and I remember it because I, I was in Perth in COVID year and I was staying up and it was actually on at like, you know, the time where you could actually watch it before you go to bed. But um, yeah, so Kyle, I'm looking forward to the tight ends in this one, right? I, and obviously I've got Pitts in fantasy. But that one, I, I think I think Jacksonville get it done. What do you think? Yeah, Jacksonville for my mate. Miami taking on Buffalo at Buffalo. This one is going to be a cracker. Miami at $2.25. So they've just put up a 70-piece. Buffalo won convincingly, but Miami undefeated. Now, right. That's, I got, that is, I'd imagine our man Regan Bayless, who we always talk about in the same sentence as Miami Dolphins because he is a diehard and there's a <laughs> lot of diehards out there, but he will be eating that up because this should be a cracker, unless it's freezing cold. I haven't looked at the weather report. I might get that up while you're talking. Talk to me about this one. Why are Miami oh, 225? Oh. I, I would just say to the Bills' defense, I reckon. They, they've got a great secondary, even though Miami sling the ball around all over the field. Bills being at home. Miami home ground is a, is a fair advantage to taking people down into the heat there, the slick weather there. Mate, this is my game of the round. I cannot wait to watch this. I think the Bills win at home, but I still think there's going to be an absolute shitload of yards, mate. I still think Tyreek Hill goes off. I think Diggs goes off. I can't wait. I, I can't, can't wait, wait either. I can't wait. Ed. The weather's clear, so the game's going to be high. It's going to be high scoring. I mean, you can't – I just don't think you can go against the Dolphins. I reckon I might have a – I might have a little dig that one there. Just – I love – that's just good value, but – um. I don't think they can defend. Tyreek Hill is impossible to defend. I'm just looking now to see if our man Waddle is back, and it's saying that concussion fully practicing Wednesday. So Waddle's going to be back playing. So they're going to be stacked, mate. They're going to be ready to go, and then so will the Bills. Um, I put it down to quarterback play. It's going to be I, – I think, I think I'm going to go Miami, man. Like I said, I think Miami generally without even – I know it's at Buffalo, but I think Miami can get them. Uh, I think they've got more power. Uh, so I'm going to be tipping them. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm going Buffalo, mate. At home. 
Denver at Chicago Bears. I saw a meme this week. It was called the toilet bowl. You know how you got your fantasy? <laughs> it's a toilet bowl. This is the equivalent of the toilet bowl. Uh, this is a stinker. And there isn't much of a pattern. Now, you know I love my man Patrick Satan from the Denver Broncos. You'd think he'd go to DJ Moore. Um, your quarterback, Justin Fields, he's gone backwards dramatically. Um I don't know really what to say about this game, Rat. Can you talk to me about oh. this? Because it's your team. You know Chicago better than anyone. All I can really, if Chicago are to win this, which I just honestly do not think they can, Fields has to rush for 120 to 150 yards. Like that, that's the only thing I can see happening. Like now that it's been brought to the forefront that he can't throw the ball, he's lost all confidence. The wide receivers are rendered useless unless they want to become blockers here. Denver have a bit more going for them. Like at least I can see something happening with their offense. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Denver. I reckon Chicago go to zero and four, and then if they get to zero and four, mate, I may as well just. You may as well keep losing because this quarterback is coming through in the draft. That's that's what we need. So yeah, it, it just hurts, doesn't it? When you got so you spend your draft capital on draft Justin Fields, and now you're saying you don't want him. You know, like like you are. Oh, he's got to respond, man. Like I just. You know, you think about the year he had last year. There was games where, yeah, I don't know. He, he, look, so the problem is he can't throw the ball, right? He's only had two games in his. He's had he only had two games last year where he threw for two hundred plus. This year, he's thrown for two hundred plus out of the first three. Last week was ninety nine. It was a horrific game. Um. If there's a game to do it, Denver just showed you they can. They don't really know what's going on in the end. You know. But in saying that, I think Denver got a pretty good coach. I reckon they might respond. I'm going to go with Denver. I reckon I'm just just purely because of quarterback play. I reckon Russell Wilson's actually going okay, and I think he is better than Justin Fields at the moment. So I'm going to take Denver in that one, right? Yeah, I'm going Denver too, mate. Nothing really valuable there for our listeners. Um, if I would to say something, I'm really I've got my eyes on Javante Williams. And Piron, there's just not much going out of that backfield. It wouldn't surprise me if one of them gets going this week um, because they are due. And they've got a fantastic matchup, fantastic matchup against Chicago. So look for the running backs for Denver. Right, this game is one of my favorite ones. It's always been a classic. As a Baltimore Ravens man, I've watched these ones closely. Baltimore take on Cleveland at Cleveland. This one is going to be a cracker. Cleveland's favorites. Baltimore 220, losing to the Colts. I love teams coming off a loss. I don't know. They always seem to respond if they've got some character about them. Where are you at with this one, Rat? And what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think Baltimore can win this one. Um, I've been impressed with uh, Jerome Ford that's come in to replace Chubb. He got over for two touchdowns last week. So um, he slipped straight into into Charles' role. Amari Cooper's just got going lately, but I just think where I think Lamar's at at the minute, I reckon he's in too good a form, even though they're coming off a loss last week. Two rushing touchdowns for Lamar last week. I think he'll rush for another one this week, and I reckon Ravens will get the chockies away from home. Rushed for 100 yards last week and two touchdowns, but the game plan all summer, well, their summer, was that he'd throw it. Um 200 yards. Uh, he's done that twice out of the first three weeks. Got a tough matchup, Cleveland defense. 
you'd think he'd be getting away from Miles Garrett, wouldn't you? You'd just think he'd be getting as far away from him as possible. You'd just run uh, to the other side. Quick one here, questionable. Odell Beckham at the moment is questionable. Uh, hasn't practiced so far. Um, and that was on Wednesday. So that's one to watch. You'd think that uh, Zay Flowers will get the top role again. He had eight receptions uh, after 10 targets for 48 yards. Not a lot of yards, but a lot of targets and receptions. So he's one that's uh, going quite well. Um, I'm going to tip my Ravens because I'm being emotional. But I think this game, you wouldn't be betting head-to-head if you're serious because it could go any way. Yeah, I'm going Ravens also, mate, um, on this with you. Nothing special out of that one either. Cincinnati taking on Tennessee at Tennessee in Nashville, Nissan Stadium. Tennessee, very disappointing last week. Very disappointing. And Cincinnati, well, they are looking quite average. I think they got their first touchdown in the second half against the Rams. Rat, talk to me about this matchup. Um, Joe Burrow looks shithouse. His car still looks so crook. Um but he was able to get the ball out and it led to a few more shorter and intermediate passes for Jamar Chase. So the way that game played again, played out against the Rams, I think we're going to see another look like that this week. So I think Jamar Chase is going to have a similar game. Um, there won't be as many deep threats because Burrow isn't so mobile and can't get any play action going too much. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's defensive line was great so they can stop Derrick Henry here and get to Tannehill. I think Cincinnati win this one, and I'm looking for Jamar Chase to have quite quite a similar game to what he did last week. Yeah, it's not a great matchup for Derek Henry on paper, who had a stinker last week, just the 20 yards rushing, um, 11 carries. So on with you, man. I just think you got to go. You just got to go with your gut and your head at the same time. And I think the Bengals are going quite well defensively, and their offense is going to click soon. I know you're saying he looks horrific. But it's got to click. At some point, three weeks in, I've always felt that with, you know, looking into the the way that Joe Burrow is, they do work it out. And when they work it out, they really work it out. And three weeks in, you know, he missed a lot of time because of that calf. I think three weeks now, he, he said he got through quite well. He's a full participant of practice. I think he'll get it going. And I think you're spot on. It's going to be the exact same players that get it done. And Jamar Chase is the one that has to, has to lead the charge, and he gets a fantastic matchup. Tennessee Titans, they gave up so many yards. So they, you know, last week they gave up heaps, and I think he gets a great matchup to find some find some rhythm. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. Even though they're on the road, it might be a bit tougher than what it seems, but the Browns really opened them up last week, as we spoke about. Cooper went for 116 yards, wide receiver one. And, uh, you know, Dirty Deshaun Watson, our man, found form. <laughs> Everyone's been saying he's out of form. It's the first game he's played well out of nine games for the club. He went for 289 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was fantastic. So they, you know, I think Joe Burrow gets a, gets the spot he wants and he should be able to really open up Tennessee. So Cincinnati for mine also. Agreed, mate. Yeah, that's right. Uh, like on, on Burroughs there with opening the defense, there's just some things at the minute that he just can't do. Like he can't fake handoff, roll out of the pocket yet, which will then get the linebackers off guard and you actually get Jamar Chase running through the middle of the ground on a uh, slant or stuff like that. Like he's just zinging it out. So I reckon a reception's uh, bet there just for quick in and out passes with Chase moving all over the field uh, could be a goer this weekend. 
I will say one thing on this, that the, the the bookies and the wagering companies, they're smarter than you think. They would not give a line for under on rushing. They wouldn't even give you a line, which I was, it's, it should be unfair, shouldn't it, Rat? Like it, they, they, they should have to give you something because I was going to take the unders, but they wouldn't give it to you and you would have got unders because oh. you didn't go for, you went for oh. zero. Yeah, well, mate, it would have been one, 1. 1.5. And then do the old, he, he rushes a sneak for two yards and then, uh, kneels the game out and goes minus one. That's why <laughs> you take the unders, baby. <laughs> I remember, I remember getting special. done by Baker Mayfield a couple of years ago. We kneeled the game out and just the old cheeky 0.5 times oh. three. Get ya. <laughs> it's very good. I'm sure someone listening knows what we're talking about. Uh, righto. Let's get on to Los Angeles taking on uh, the cult at Indianapolis. This would be what you'd think would be close after they beat the Ravens. Uh I must say Stafford was a bit underwhelming. Like I didn't think he played that well, but he did go up against Cincinnati's defense, and he's been looking very strong. Even he still went for two sixty something. So I really like the way the LA's looked with him healthy. Um, so I'm just going to open this one up and let you go. But I think the Rams will win this game. I think the Rams will, but I think it'll be an arm wrestle as well. Uh, Indiana's uh, defensive line is sneaky good, and we saw what happened last week with the Bengals being able to get to Matthew Stafford and hurry him up. They just really need to get through this one because the comments coming out of their camp is that Cooper Cup will be good to go next week and to perform. So in saying that, Puka, our boy Puka Nakua's last game being <laughs> wide receiver one, and Tutu Atwell, Tutu's uh, last game being WR2, I think... The Rams win this, says Anthony Richardson's going to He'll play. here. Back he logged the, a full practice from, Wednesday with his concussion. There you go, so back from concussion protocols. Play. Close one, indoor at Indiana. Oh, I think the Rams win. Aaron Donald being able to get to Richardson, a mo, mobile quarterback, I reckon that will play a big role in the game. So I reckon the Rams win. Puku Nakua at the... Uh, <laughs> He got me over the line in a little same-game multi, right? I had him oh, for a bit of, of 70, he and he took – I don't know if you watched it, but he, ca- he caught a 30-yard something late with like a minute to go, and I just got the old uh, tick. That was my last leg. I was a bit devastated, oh. but um, I uh, enjoyed his work. And then our fantasy, just for anyone else out there that had the same thing, but Tutu Atwell getting the late touchdown gave the uh, the boys a win, which um, I think it was Critter and Kez – got their first win for the season and, and beat the stepbrothers, which is ads and dunks who would have went on to be three and oh, so they're two and one. So that was a big one for our league. That last play. Very big, very big. Um, and at the end of the day, they're, they're the games. It's, um, it goes either way. You either make uh, the finals or you don't mate. So, and it can come back to one play of a little stinky wide receiver getting in light. Yeah, it can. It can actually. Um, but Puku Nakua, he's, he hasn't slowed down. Like uh, another seven, another 70 yards on the weekend. Uh, outstanding. All right. Tampa Bay taking on New Orleans at New Orleans in the Superdome, the Caesars Superdome. Talk to me about this one because Derek Carr got, oh, they said shoulder, but I was watching live. It was pretty funny how they took so long to work it out. I'm like, that bloke just got his head. Like if you want a sling tackle in the NFL, we know we have him in the AFL. This was the biggest sling tackle I've ever seen. And it was that big. He's done something to his AC joint. So his shoulders obviously gone pop and he's probably got a grade one, two or three AC joint and a little bit of concussion. So 
I think he misses this week. Um, I'll get it up while you're about to talk. But Winston, uh, he might be the man coming out. Our man, <laughs> our man, eat your fingers, W Winston. <laughs> eat that dub, Winston. Um, that is great for the wide receivers at New Orleans because, as we know, Winston doesn't mind airing the ball out. So Alave could go off here. Been quite impressed with Tampa's defense, keeping them in games. We saw him get a couple turnovers late uh, and just before halftime in the week just gone. Uh, I don't mind the uh, their usage of Rashad White. Even with teams with great defensive lines like the Saints do, they're, they're still trying to pound the rock. Mikey Evans come up with a few crucial catches late. I think New Orleans still win this one with a uh, Winston being a quite solid backup QB coming in. Guess who's back? Too. Guess who's back, brother? Who's back? Alvin Kamara. Oh, our boy loves that, loves that partner of Alvin. What about Alvin? Did you see him put up? You wouldn't have seen Alvin it and the chipmunks. He put up. He put up a meme on Instagram, and it was like, I can't explain it, but it was the guy that comes out of jail, and the, and his coach and his quarterback meet him at the gate, and he's got his shoes, and he's and he's like, I'm back. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got to see it. Anyone listening, go to Alvin Kamara's Instagram and just look at his last post. But um, I picked him up in one of our leagues, so I'm looking forward to putting him as a starter because, uh, you know, I haven't really been impressed with their running backs. But they, they're going up against Tampa's run day traditionally very good. We haven't spoken about Tampa at all. Mike Evans, he has been so impressive. He has he's had a touchdown in every single game. And I don't feel like we've spoken about him, Rat. He's been really solid. He's had 10 targets, eight targets, and 10 targets. So he's had 60 plus in every game and a touchdown. They're really good numbers considering our man Baker's throwing the ball to him. Uh I'm really impressed with Mike Evans. I think we should just talk about him for a second. No, he's going really good, mate. Uh, Baker's obviously found his, even though he was wide receiver one, he's found his target and and a safety blanket that he really likes he can run every sort of route he's he's one of uh what was it his contested catch in the fourth last week was a genuine madden catch he got caught up on a guy's back and he'd already moved five meters in the air by the time he hit the deck it was a one-handed grab in the wet like that was one of the best catches i reckon i've seen watching a game live Mm. um he's in great form makiev both teams two and one. They, this game always has a bit of fire in it. I remember when mem- remember when Evans got kicked out of the stadium. Him and Lattimore go off. Do you remember those games that they've really had those tussles and but you know both got evicted out of the stadium because he was supporting Tom Brady. I think he got a week suspension. One of them. Um, obviously Tom's not there anymore. But this game has had a lot of fire in it. I think the Saints get this one just purely because they are at home. All yeah, all me too, mate. And also Jameis. Got drafted to Tampa. So Jameis come in for the start for Derek Carr against his old mob that he got drafted to, played a few years there. Um, I'm really looking forward to him airing the ball out. And that helps as well. I reckon Winston will go uh, passing yards over on this one due to Kamara being in the backfield as well. They're not afraid to throw Kamara the ball and that can just bump up his uh, passing yards there too. Love it. Washington taking on Philly at Philly. Uh, this will be, you'll hear me later talking about my best bets, but Philly, $1.25. They can't let me down. Uh, they are flying, and Washington looked very average last week. They got a bit of work to do. Philly, man, you know, I know it's you know what I loved about the whole Kelsey Swift was the Philadelphia uh, Eagles putting up a photo of Kelsey 
and Swift, <laughs> the two boys in the uh, that you know obviously play for the Eagles, and saying, "Don't worry about the you know the love the couple over there in uh, at Arrowhead. What about the boys here?" And it's pretty funny how the the world works. But um, Swifty has been outstanding on the ground. They've found a genuine running back, and getting rid of Sanders last year, it's worked wonders, hasn't it? It has, mate. They have an unbelievable offensive line, which is giving him a great chop out. But the last two, oh, I'll just sorry, I'm just looking at it here. I just it just made me annoyed. I thought you cut the, out then, right? You know, no, when no, you're no, talking, sorry, you mate, keep this talking. This is where the NFL is. I just looked at his stats. So Kenneth Gainwell was playing in round one, and he was getting the snaps in round one. DeAndre Swift had one attempt, played twenty nine percent of snaps for three yards, two targets, one reception. Wait, two. Kenneth Gainwell's out. He played three quarters of the snaps, 28 rushing attempts, 175 yards, and one touchdown, three receptions. And then, mate, he only played 50% of snaps last week for 16 attempts and 130 yards. Like, this bloke is on fire, and he's not even out there for all the snaps. Like, they've not that they've found one. They knew he was good, but I'm unsure why he's just not out there more often. Like, they're still not really backing him in the whole time, old Swifty. Yeah, I feel like they don't put their gun running backs in there to block because they don't want to bang them up too much. So I feel like he's in there when they set up, so they're going to throw it or run it. But they've just, you know, you can't stop everything. This is why this team is so fucking good, man. They've got they've got all the wide receivers. They've got the tight ends. They've got the offensive line. They've got the quarterback. The quarterback can run. The quarterback can throw. And then if he doesn't feel like doing that, he can just palm it off to DeAndre Swift and – like you said, last couple of weeks, 6.25 yards per carry against Minnesota and then 8.13, you know, 8.13 against Tampa Bay, who's pretty good at on the run. Like, they're pretty good against the run. And this week, he gets Washington, who are on our chart here on Sleeper, says it's a green light. It's a, it's a good matchup. It's, it's scary, man. It's scary, you know. You don't know where the ball's going. Like, yeah, you'd think he's going to go again. You'd, he has to. And the thing is, like you said, 16 attempts last week for 130. That means he only needs like 12 attempts to go for 80 or 90. It's crazy numbers, man. And uh, Philly can't be stopped. And that's why I think they're the best bet of the week. Yeah, mate. And with how Washington's offense is going at the minute, and we know what Philly's defensive line can do and pressuring this young quarterback in Sam Howell, they're not going to need to score quickly. So look for these guys on the ground for Philly to have an absolute monster day, really chew this clock up. Really like it, man. Really like it. Uh, let's move on. There's not much to talk about there except for the fact that Dotson needs to get going. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does because I've bet on him every week and I'm going to stop betting on him. All right. Mate, you've, uh, we've got Minnesota and Carolina. I reckon we skipped over that one at Carolina. Did you say skip over it? No, I reckon we did. Oh, no, no. I've got it here. Don't worry. Hey, hey. You've got it. Sorry, got it. Chief. Next one up. On I'm on the ESPN. App. I know you're on um, you're on the sleeper app, but I've got it all painted out here. So the next game is Minnesota at Carolina, uh, the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Mate, this one for me feels like it's Vikings because of the one thing that we love to talk about. They are just stewie due. They are due for a win. <laughs> they're zero and three, and they're actually playing outstanding football. I saw a stat. They're like first and second in the league in some areas, which doesn't make any sense. But they, the teams that they've come up against are just really good teams. Like, you know, it's not – I feel like you got to be pretty stiff sometimes when you're zero and three. But if I read out to you the teams they've played, 
And, you know, you said they lot, you know, let's read them out, right? So I've got them right here. You've got Tampa. Okay. Tampa Bay, they should have won, but then Philly and then the Chargers. So you'd probably think they should be one and two. So it's not a massive, not a massive thing, but what does hurt is they've got Kansas City next week, but they've got Carolina, then they've got the Bears, and then they walk, they walk into Sanford. To be honest, they've got a really tough schedule. They probably could be they could be two and five. But anyway, let's not worry about the future. Minnesota, they have to win this game. It's just a must. Carolina, bit going on. They're okay, but they're not that good. JC Horn, I'm not sure if he's still out. I think he's out. You'd think Jefferson's going to eat up, and he hasn't had a touchdown uh, this year. So oh, he's had a rushing touchdown. But no, sorry, let me start again there. I was on the wrong player. He's had. One touchdown, which was last week. But I feel like when you go for 150, 159, and 149, <laughs> this feels like he's going to go bananas again. Yeah, mate. They're, they're going to cook something up here. It's a must win. Carolina are depleted in the backfield there with their defensive backs. Um, it says Bryce Young is named here on the sleep wrap, but I did read an article that with how our Andy Dalton went last week, I don't think they're going to push anything here with their with their pick one quarterback. Um, and the ankle sprain may be a bit worse than anticipated. So old Andy Dalton did find a connection with their stalwart wide receiver that they got in Anthony, uh, sorry, Adam Thielen. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that connection go again, which will lead into a best bet later in the piece because I think they'll need to score heavily, but I'm going with Minnesota, same as you, mate. Yeah, and Madison uh, and Akers is the one that you want to watch in the backfield for the Vikings. Akers didn't get a didn't get a snap last week, obviously being traded from the LA Rams. Um, he's trending towards playing. Uh, sorry, he didn't play last week, so Madison's still there, but that's the one to monitor. A lot of people in fantasy have got Akers. I've got Madison, and I'm a bit concerned because I think they're both good. Thielen's the one to be, uh, you know, we haven't spoken much about the Panthers, but he, we all got off him, I think, week one. His trend is our friend, 12 yards week one, 54 yards week two, 145 yards week three, and a touchdown in both of his last two appearances. This week, he gets a great matchup against Minnesota, against his old side. So you'd think they'd be palming in the ball, throwing in the ball, I should say. He's a wide receiver. I reckon, mate, yeah, if Andy Dalton's under centre, like he, he was so confident with him last week. And then, even if he's not, mate, I still reckon his line's way too low. Um, with Bryce Young, you can see what he can do and what routes he loves to run and he can get it out to him. So I still really like that that um, set up there, but I still think Minnesota win. Yeah, Minnesota, uh, yeah, they need to. They had, by the way, both teams are 0-3. I should have said that. So big game for that one. Right. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Um, as the lights go out of my building here, right? That's how hard we're hustling, me and you, for the uh, for the Oz American Aces for our NFL content. Pittsburgh at Houston. Let's be quick here. While the games aren't that important, what do you got for me? I'm actually quite impressed with how uh, who is it? Houston are looking. Uh, as we mentioned last week on the show, CJ Stroud looking really good. Tank Dell looking really good. I think Pittsburgh will just be too much. Just uh, defensive side of the ball, too strong. TJ Watt looking great and my favorite at the minute for defensive player of the year over Micah Parsons. Um, I th- that, and for that reason, I think Pittsburgh get up. I've got my, my eyes on Damian Pierce. He's gone for 38, 31, and 31. He had a touchdown last week. He's had a, you know, 11, 15, and 14 attempts at rushing. He's the running back there for the Texans. 
Now, Jacobs let me down last week, but I'm still not convinced Pittsburgh's run D is much chop. So I've have I've got my goggles straight on this. And I think if there's an opportunity at a, you know, you talk about value in the market, this guy is paying like two dollars for 50 yards. If there's a player that can get them, it's going to be the ground. I reckon on the ground. And uh, Stroud's been fantastic. They haven't, as you said, they're one and two. So, you know, normally the running backs get more work once they get a lead. But yeah, look, Steelers traditionally you'd think win this. But the fact that it's in Houston and the way they're playing, this will be closer than we think. Look, I can't, I don't, I have bet against Pittsburgh last week. They are on the road here again. Oh, this is a hard one, man. This is a hard one. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go with, you know what? I'm going to tip the Texans. One and two. I'm liking their quarterback. I think they can get there. I reckon they can win by three. But if I was going to have a go, I'd be taking them at the line because they are 240. So you're going to get a bit of juice there. But, mate, I'm really impressed with these two teams. You know, you know what you're going to get. And I reckon Pickens is the wide receiver one. And then... Now that Strad's throwing the ball, you can have a look at anyone at, you know, Collins, Dell, or Woods. They're all getting fed. So it's actually really good for fantasy, this game. So I'm, I'm really impressed. Um, so who are you tipping? Pittsburgh, mate. Las Vegas taking on the Chargers at the Chargers. Mike Williams is no longer there. We spoke about a player that's going to be elevated in, in targets, which is Palmer and, and Johnson, the young stud. Las Vegas. Pretty disappointing with their run game. Josh Jacobs has been probably the biggest disappointment of the year so far, considering he was so good last year. Rat, what's going on with their run game? Because, look, they aren't looking too pretty. And tell you who does look pretty, Devontae Adams. He looks pretty every time you watch football. But they can't even – they can't get anything going with their run game. And, you know, when, you, when you're throwing 176 yards at one player, normally – that means you get some the run game going because they start to double team. They still couldn't get it going. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, you're completely right, mate. I I do not know what's going on, but once they look, he had 17 attempts last week for 62 yards. The week before, he had nine attempts for negative two. I've never ever seen that, mate. I, I can't tell you what's going on. I'm really liking the look of this combo in Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers has looked great in his two games that he's played. He missed week two against Buffalo with a concussion. Week one, 10 targets, nine receptions. Week three, 12 targets, seven receptions. He's gone for 80 yards both weeks. He looks great. Just a nice little complimentary piece for Las Vegas. The Chargers at home, we know, as we mentioned before, Mike Williams out with an ACL. Keenan Allen's going to eat again. I think it's going to be higher scoring this one. Eckler back. I think Keenan Allen to go off again. Eckler to get it, get in the end zone, Chargers to win. Speaking of Josh Jacobs, he does get a good matchup against the Chargers, but you're right, mate. There's, there's, there's studs everywhere. Austin Eckler, just for everyone out there, returned to practice. Um, he didn't practice or play the last two weeks after injuring his ankle in the season opener. So, the fact he was back on the field on Wednesday is a great sign for his chances of playing in week four against the division rival Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday, which gives Joshua Kelly uh, fantasy owners uh, a bit of a scare considering I have him in one league rat and he was a bit of a flopper. He was a bit of a big flopper. He just the two points, um, 24, you know, yeah, just not, not much going on with 24 yards or whatever he had. So, um, 
this one again. I've tipped the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Am I starting to question that at the start of the year? 100% I am. 100% I am. <laughs> but they should win this one at home. I think they're, they're starting to find something. And Las Vegas haven't shown enough. So I'm going to take the Los Angeles Chargers rat. Chargers for mine too, mate, at home. Got going a bit last week. And the defense showed up a little bit. So I'm taking the Chargers. By the way, Justin Herbert, what a gun. They're very lucky they've got him, man. He's a serious, serious, serious operator. Hey, remember, they got the buy the following week. So, um, yeah, you wonder what they do with Eckler. Do they give him this week off and then he has another week off or do they just put him in there and then say, hey, mate, you got another week next week. So, interesting one right there. Okay. No one in the NFL, mate, they just run him into the ground and then give him the spell yeah. the week after. Yeah. Yeah, you're spot on running backs. They don't care about them, do they? New England taking on Dallas Cowboys. This one is at AT&T Stadium in Texas at Dallas, obviously. Now, they got beat last week by Arizona. They don't lose much at home. Uh, And we know one thing about Bill Belichick is he likes to take away their superstars. So if I was to say who they're going to take out this week, is it Pollard? Or is it C.D. Lamb? Rat, talk to me. I take out C.D. Lamb, mate. He's just too much of a deep threat. He's an absolute weapon. Pollard, look, he went for 122 yards last week of 23 attempts. Their defensive line has traditionally been great at the Patriots, and that's why I find it so hard to pick these games. They just bring you down in the trenches. Like last week, uh, we know what Zach Wilson's doing at New York. Uh, 10 to 15 win, like they just absolutely bring you down, bring you down to their level. So I think Dallas win, but I don't think it's going to be too convincing. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I, just, I think this is a Tony Pollard's game. Hasn't had a touchdown since week one. Uh, I think he'll get in this week. Doesn't have a, I just, I think, I think Bill, Bill Belichick has to take away CD, doesn't he? Otherwise he might go for Tony. It's one of them. And you just got to think, well, if I'm head coach, you'd think CD Lamb's the one, um, considering that Dak has been a bit shaky, but you never know. They might say, we'll force you to throw it. The player that I've been a little bit disappointed with, Rat, is Brandon Cooks. He hasn't fired a shot. Now, when does he fire a shot, Rat? Because we know he can play and he's like, he, he can go off. Uh, just, uh, I know we talk about being Jew, but you'd think Dallas at home, they can put up some big points at home. You know, sometimes they just go bang, 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 bang. I feel like they got San Fran and then the Chargers the following week. So this is a really big game. They got a big month coming up before they have their bye in week seven. I'd like to see them get going because Dak Prescott, if you're a, uh, if you're a fan of, of Dallas, you know, there hasn't been a lot. Like he hasn't done a lot, um, you know, considering the, the the future that, you know, they, they think they're going to be going to the Super Bowl. Well, I'd like to start seeing a big game from Dak because his biggest game so far was probably the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, two touchdowns and 250 yards in week two against the Jets and then 249 against the, the Cardinals and a touchdown and interception. It's, it's, not, it's not enough for mine. So this week I'm going to have my eyes on him. But the one I will have our eyes on as well before we skip over and we have two games to go here or three games is Ezekiel Elliott playing his old team. He has said that it'll cause a few, you know, he will get a little bit nervous and it'll, the emotions will be high considering his love for Dallas. Um, 
He got a little bit of work last week, mate. 16 carries, 80 yards. Still yet to get a touchdown. But mm, wonder what they do with him against Dallas. Yeah, mate. I, I just reckon this is the theatre of it, mate. I hope they get him over. I hope they get him over. For a tutty? For a tutty. I hope he gets over. That's right. Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson has not set the world on fire whatsoever. Oh, 25 yards, 50 yards, 59 yards. There's not much going on there. So I wouldn't be surprised if we could see roles change pretty quick in that New England backfield. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Well, Dallas have great defense. Oh, I'm concerned about this one. Oh, this is easy. I think Dallas Dallas for mine, mate. Dallas are going to be too strong at home. You? Dallas all around, mate. I'm with you. Arizona at San Francisco. This one's at Levi's Stadium, uh, California. San Fran have the home game here. Arizona looked great last week. I think Aaron, I think they're going to get absolutely smoked. I'm not going to let last week even change my mindset. Arizona will not win a game this year is the way I think when they play, even though they played so well last week. I'm not taking that form in. doesn't make a lot of sense. San Fran are the contenders. They're the Super Bowl favorites for a reason. And I reckon their coach is saying, hey, they just beat Dallas. You show the world why we're better than Dallas because we know that they all get compared against each other. And that's where they're going to be playing against each other later in the year. And let's see what you can do to Arizona off the back of their win. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, mate, I think San Fran win quite easily. Christian McCaffrey looks unbelievable. Brandon Ayuk back this week. So look for Debo's uh, targets to come down a little bit. He had 12 targets last week for six receptions, 129 yards. San Fran dude's pretty easy. Yeah, and and, and I don't know if you've seen this. There's a been there was a... Uh, there was someone put up something last week about Christian McCaffrey. If you had a hundred dollars and you put it on him for a touchdown, oh, yeah. this would be the week that the, he gets done. Yeah, if you rolled the money over, it'd be like seventy something thousand. Imagine you had seventy thousand, right? And you're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Would you go again? Would you roll the dice and say, no, mate, more? Mate, I think it's he's a dollar fifty. It's even it's even more. Last week before he got over, I think it was like a hundred K and he was a dollar sixty last week. So this week you've got a hundred and sixty going on him at probably a dollar fifty again. Against Arizona, which is green light. So I think he gets over oh. again, man. <laughs> well, there you go. 210 in the pocket. There you go. Um, great work by you saying Ayuk is back. There goes the targets will decrease, and they, they naturally do. You know, your Debo goes back to a 50-yard kind of 60-yard game, not 120. be interesting to see how they do work in Ayuk because he does love him. But, yeah, man, props to uh, Dobsey and the boys at uh, Arizona. But I reckon they're going to get smoked this week. Okay, two games to go. Kansas City taking on the New York Jets. I wanted to talk about this one. It's at MetLife Stadium. I fear for Wilson's safety. He's coming up against Kansas City. The defense is good. They just won the Super Bowl. This one's at New York. It's Sunday night prime time. Everyone in the country is watching. This could be painful. There is more pressure on that football club than you could imagine. The media, the press, they get after you. The, the Aaron Rodgers that's sitting at home doing Pat McAfee interviews, telling his teammates to grow up on the sidelines. And it's they now come out and said, Aaron's right. We need to grow up because they're all going nuts on the sidelines. He's saying it's not mature and they need to grow up. It's caused, you know, there's 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 a lot going on in the locker room. The defense has had enough. The wide receivers are starting to go bananas. 
Wilson looks like a shell of a human. He's young. Everyone's starting to write him off. The media saying he's, he, he, I think I saw, I can't, is it Jay Cutler come out and said, you know, 200, I'd do a million percent to say he shouldn't be there. Like he just, just everyone knocking him. Nothing would make me happier to see him win this game. I'll be honest. I would love him just to go, fuck it. Oh, what have I got to lose? Everyone already hates me. I'm going to go out there and just throw the ball to Garrett Wilson and give Brees Hall the ball and uh, Cookie Boy just the chance to win us the game against <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. But, right, it doesn't normally go like that, does it? They might get smoked. Oh, not might, mate. They just – I've not seen one thing from him that makes me think that they can get anywhere near enough yardage to just – even if they run it, like they're – the defensive line's good there at the Chiefs. Like, he's gone for 140, 170, 157 yards, Zach. I just can't see it. I can't see him scoring enough points. And that means the defense has to be on the field longer. It means they're going to get tired. And then Mahomes just picks his way down the field. Kelsey gets his 10 receptions, gets over once or twice. Everyone else pops up. Like, I just cannot. The line's nine and a half. I nearly reckon it should be more than that. Like, I just cannot see them getting anywhere near the Chiefs. And I reckon it could be another primetime uncomfortable watch like we saw the other week with the Giants. It's a bit – imagine Aaron Rodgers was playing in this game. You can see why they've put it primetime. It's oh. devastating. Oh. Mate, it would be an absolute blockbuster. But he just – oh, that just – look at our little boy, Zach. You saw they signed – what was it? Um, opinion. Was it? Oh, I don't know who they they saw on a they saw on this vet quarterback throughout the week that I oh Simeon's wasn't comp- it Simeon yeah not opinion Simeon yeah. mate last time he played like oh it's 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 ugly man it's ugly oh, I just I just I don't even want to talk about it like I just reckon they get smoked mate. Look, so, I'm, a, I'm, I'm that, always Chief, positive. Chief I think mind. the best of outcomes, right? I think New York prime time. He's got to be sitting there. The coach has got to be saying, mate. Everyone's. I'm the only one supporting you. I'm always oh, hardly supporting him, but he's giving him another chance. I think this is his last chance to prove to everyone because everyone will be watching. Show them why you were picked two or whatever pick he was. Show the world what you've got. You've got nothing else to lose. Go out there. And on what I'm praying, I'm praying this is happening. I just imagine, surely this is happening. Surely Aaron Rodgers is just going to make a few calls, a few extra calls this week. I just feel like, I know Aaron Rodgers is injured, but geez, God, if there was a game you could have him on the sidelines talking to him, like this is the one, you know, in a moon boot, just saying, brother, I'm here for you for this game. You need to just pull your finger out. They don't need to do too much. They just need to look after the ball. But look, I'll finish on this. His last drive last week, he had more yards in the one drive than he did for the whole game. I think it was 80 something yards. He takes that bit of confidence into this week. I just hope, I just hope he shows a sign of life. They don't have to win the game, but just needs to show something. And then I think they can do the opposite. And you know what the New York fans are like? They forget quickly and they'll be going bananas if you can upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, on that though, Rat, I'm going to tip the Chiefs. <laughs> I think the Chiefs will win. <laughs> I yeah, think I the got Chiefs. the Chiefs. <laughs> I think the Chiefs are going to fucking smoke them. <laughs> oh, I think the Chiefs are going to smoke them. <laughs> Oh, shit. Seattle taking on New York. Again, another game at MetLife. Back to back. I hope the deck. I hope it's not raining. Let me look at me weather report, Rad. I just quickly scraped it in the bottom. What do we got here? Hopefully it's not The weather, man. I've heard it all. Here we go. It's going to be clear. So thank God. Last time New York, we had a prime time. It was pissing down against Dallas. Right, this game will be good. Seattle at New York. The last game of the round. All right. This is an 11-15 slot uh, in Australia. So that's beautiful. Australian Eastern Standard. 
Seattle and New York. Okay, what do you got for me, Rat? Um, I'm really impressed with how Seattle have looked after their round one loss. Kenneth Walker looks astounding. Uh, 18 attempts, 97 yards, two tutties last week, and 59 yards receiving. He looks great. And Charbonnet playing a little backup role in the backfield there. He had uh, nine attempts for 50-odd yards, and their wide receiver room is stacked. I think Seattle win this one at MetLife. I'm still not impressed with the Giants at all. Saquon is back. Old Quads Barkley is back, so it'll be good to see him back and gives Daniel Jones another weapon there on offense. But their wide receiver room still doesn't do anything for me whatsoever. Darren Wallar has been underwhelming for mine. I'm going to take Seattle. New York, New York just can't catch a break in the NFL, man. Oh my god! I thought last year everything was looking good. Now we're we're sitting here and we've got the Giants one and two and the Jets one and two, and they're coming up against tough opposition this week. Look, it would take a lot to tip the Giants, but like you said, he's a, it says Saquon Barkley is a stretch to play in Week Four. Ooh, I think I'm going to have to go with Seattle. I think I'm going to have to go with Seattle, but. The Giants are favourites, man. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle, mate, every day of the week in this one. Yeah, I wouldn't be betting on that one. All right, let's go to our best bets for the week. Right, you open up with everyone. Let's hope that we can – you've already hit – uh, I'm yet to hit all of them in a multi. Um, obviously, there's some good value ones, but I've gone safe this week. But you kick us off. Yeah, so for the listeners at home this week, I've got gone five from eight. In total, so I've got another three here. I've got Adam Thielen, as I mentioned before, over receiving yards, 51 and a half at $1.90. I think uh, the connection he built in the offense last week with Andy Dalton, regardless of whether it's Bryce Young this week, I reckon that's a bit short. Josh Palmer coming in as a wide receiver two to replace Mike Williams. He's got a line of 44.5 at $1.90. And then I've gone Jamar Chase over 82.5 yards. I think the offense is going to run quite similar to what it did last week and how you went bananas. Those three are $1.90 and gets you $6.85. $6.85. And if you've got the boost on whatever platform you're using, or get hit the boost button and you'll be in the sevens. Rat, I think that I can't wait to have a little play with that. That's juicy as, and it's uh, it should get up. My one is, again, I should stay away from head-to-head, but I'm going to follow up with a Minnesota Vikings will win at $1.47 into the LA Chargers to beat the Raiders at $1.40. And then I've got Philly, my best bet of the week, $1.25 better than bank interest against Washington. I've got Dallas, $1.34 against New England. And then I've taken Jamar Chase for 70-plus, who's $1.53. If you combine all those legs, you will get $5 something. I don't know why it's disappeared on me. Here we go, $5.27. So a little bit safer for mine, but I think that the Minnesota Vikings are 0-3 and three and they need to win. The Chargers are at home. Philly are flying. Dallas are coming off a loss and are at home. And Chase is the only wide receiver Joe Burrow can trust while he can't move too much considering last week worked. Why would you go against what works? So that's mine for the week. We'll put them in the show notes. Rats, it's been a, probably a longer show than normal, but I've enjoyed it like I always do. Have you got anything else, brother? Nah, very good, mate. Good luck. You need to get going here, mate. You need to get going. I do and I don't. I think my val- I think a lot of my ones are valuable or getting up. It's just these short favorites, and I think I should just stayed away from head to head and done what you've done, the props. But, hey, if I win in week four and it pays five bucks and you keep your unit size the same, well, everyone's a winner. So, 
let's just stick with that one, brother. Um, great work from you as always. So I appreciate your time, mate. I'll see you when you're down here. Uh, big weekend coming up. NFL week four to everyone listening every week. We love you. If you can hit that follow button and hit subscribe, just keep whacking it like rat waxy sports bet account when he deposits every week, just whack it in. Um, and uh, let's pray everyone, whether you, whether you're religious or not, let's all just sit down and pray for Wilson against the chiefs because we don't, we just, we want to support this young bloke and we want to see him do well. We need Everyone behind him just want to see some offense out of the Jets. Right, that's me done. Thanks so much for your time, brother. Thank you to everyone that listens. And we will see you next week for another episode of the NFL podcast right here live with the Oz American Aces.